from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I've been asking for years, literal years now, tell me how the transfer portal, tell me how name, image, and likeness, tell me how all of this transformation, this, this crazy change in college football affects your Saturday. We just had, uh, if you believe the reports that are out there, and there's enough of them that I believe them, we just had a starting quarterback at a Power 5 school that's bowl eligible with things to play for on the line decide they didn't want to keep playing this year to protect a year of eligibility, to protect a red shirt. You would assume to protect name, image, and likeness. You would assume to protect transfer opportunities. You would assume a lot. It happened. MJ Morris, NC State quarterback. News trickling out and then rushing out today. Came came a couple drops at a time, then all at once. Then the faucet just wide open. The floodgates opened up. MJ Morris electing to redshirt this year. This after he took over as the starting quarterback four games ago and went three and one as a starter and took NC State from, eh, you know, maybe they might be bowl eligible to bowl eligible with back-to-back wins over Clemson and Miami. And that's not to say he did it, but it is to say he was the starting quarterback when that happened. And if you're the starting quarterback during the turnaround, you get credit for the turnaround, right? If we're going to blame the quarterback when the team doesn't play well, then when the team plays well, we give the credit to the quarterback. MJ Morris wasn't perfect, but he got them to bowl eligibility. And now he's doing the equivalent of when you see a tired wide receiver tap his head, coach, I need one. Coach, I'm coming out. Coach, I need a break. Only he's doing that for the rest of the season. Wolfpackers, shout out to them. They had it first. Uh, Ethan McDowell was the first place I saw the report. And like I said, a whole bunch of confirmations across the, uh, the the beat. Pack Pride reporting that he was working with the scout team. Our very own Brian Murphy had a quote from MJ Morris's dad, Eddie Harris, that says he's not leaving the program. Said if he was going to leave the program, would have left in January, would have left in May. He had plenty of options. This is uncharted territory. How in the world can a quarterback, can a player go back into the the locker room or expect a team to follow him, right? Quarterbacks are default leaders, right? It's the It comes with the position. How do you expect a team to follow you after you make this decision? Maybe it's possible. My gut says it's going to be very difficult, but maybe it's possible. We've just never seen it. Here's the crazy part. By the way, you can check out the Pack Therapy podcast. We did an emergency pod earlier today. Myself, Mike Glennon, reacting to this news. Uh, Mike Glennon being a uh, former NC State quarterback himself that that had to deal with transfer uh, conversations when he was on campus. Um, and we discussed this. The first question I asked Mike, was, right, here's all the background, MJ Morris this, MJ Morris that, MJ Morris redshirting, electing to redshirt based on the reports. Can you see why? The scariest part is his answer and my answer would have been the same. Yes. Hmm. There is motivation for quarterbacks to do exactly what MJ Morris is doing. 
which you could argue is just kind of leave your team hanging. Now I don't. I it's it's such a tough conversation because I am an I I call myself the lead activist for players' rights, right? I call myself the lead activist for players' rights because I almost always err on the side of players should be allowed to make the decisions that they think are best for them, right? They are adults. These are not high school kids below eighteen. These are adults, just like someone in the science department or someone in the school choir or someone. Uh, like any of them, should be able to make the decisions, make the decisions that they think are best for themselves. I think athletes should too. But this one's tough. This is middle of a season. You're bowl eligible. You're six and three. You have three games left in the regular season, plus your bowl game that you've already qualified for. If you win three of those, you are tied with the most wins Dave Doran has gotten in any season at NC State. If you win all four, you set the new high watermark for this era of NC State football, and your starting quarterback just said, I got to look out for me. Mm-hmm. Which, again, I understand. I understand you got to look out for you. I understand that there's almost two college footballs going on right now. There's the team first, team always, team only, and there's the, this is big business, I got to protect my own. Those are two very difficult to line up businesses right what's a if if you are a player like mj morris and you have confidence in yourself being a starting quarterback at the power five level how much is another year of eligibility worth to you i mean if if you're signing big and nil deals how much is another year of eligibility worth to you is it worth some side eye from the fans for for bowing out of the last three games of a season is it worth a couple snide comments from players on your team that are like, hey, man, what the heck? We're t- I'm a senior. I'm trying to win this year. Yeah. There are so many moving parts to this. Uh, you know, I have my notes from the podcast right here. If you're on our WRAL Sports Fan uh, video stream, I just kind of flashed them at you. There's so many different aspects of this, mm-hmm. right? I wasn't writing down questions between me and Mike. I was writing down, all right, well, we have to – we have to talk about the Brennan Armstrong element of it all. The transfer that came in and probably wasn't the the you know the day that Brennan Armstrong chose NC State to transfer to probably wasn't the happiest day of MJ Morris's life. Probably not. Uh, we have to talk about the returning back to the locker room part of it all, which has to be tough. Oh. We have to talk about the Dave Doran element of it. Dave Doran had the the celebratory cigar. Right, he mm-hmm. he was hanging out in the parking lot after the win over Miami with his friends and family. He had just become NC State's all-time winningest coach. By Tuesday, he's dealing with his starting quarterback electing to, to redshirt. We have to talk about Jordan Houston, the starting running back for NC State, who chose to redshirt earlier this year and is now looking for a new program next year. We have to talk about the name, image, and likeness collectives of it all. Who's paying these guys? How much would it cost? We have to talk about the evolution, like all of these different angles. The evolution of, you know, again, with Mike Lennon being my co-host on the podcast, hey, you sat behind Russell Wilson for three years after being the number four ranked pro-style quarterback in the country as a recruit. Will that ever happen again? And actually, Mike brought up a really interesting part because I was like, will that ever happen again? Would you sit that long? He's like, you know, people ask me that all the time, but somebody brought up something that's never asked maybe russell would have transferred 
Maybe he would have gotten a bag mm. from some giant school, and and I would have been playing earlier because Russell left to take the Georgia money, or the, you know he didn't use specific examples, or Wisconsin money, or heck, maybe Wisconsin would have backed up the Brinks truck. That those are questions, and and to be honest with you, Mike didn't really answer that question because what he said was it was so outside the realm of possibility. I never even considered it because I couldn't transfer until I graduated, or else I would have had to sit out a year. And it's not like there were big truckloads of money waiting for me elsewhere. This is the challenge of modern college football. If your best interests as a team and a program don't align with the best interests of the individual player, there's nothing to say that your your players are going to sacrifice the thing that's in the best interest of them for the good of the team because now it's a business. Right? This is the equivalent of, you know, sitting out in the NFL. We see it all the time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Canes play tonight. You care about that, huh? Yeah, we do. The Canes are at home tonight. Feels like it doesn't happen often. No, it doesn't. They did not get any favors with the early schedule. But they know this every year. That's the thing. Uh, you have, I mean, I understand you have the State Fair road trip, but they're 7-5 and five this year. They're undefeated at home. 3-0. and oh. Three and I mean I don't tonight they're home against Buffalo. Hey, they're back. Two more games on the road immediately after it. It's just a lot of road games. Now, the 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 good news is this is a hundred percent like a uh, uh you know doing yard work on a Saturday morning type thing, which you're gonna not like. But guess what? When it's Sunday and you want to watch NFL football all day, you're gonna be really happy you did it Saturday morning. Uh, right when when at the end of the year you get to be home 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 uh, in games that you you hope are setting up seating and games that you hope are setting up you know your bigger goals in the postseason it's going to be mighty nice to have done all this road tripping early in the year um, and also some coaches prefer a lot of the road trips early in the year I don't know if I do but some coaches really do because it builds you know road trips build camaraderie I do agree with that. Going on the road, uh, you know, traveling the 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 buses, the planes, the the hotel stuff that that builds all kinds of camaraderie. The team meals, so you know they've had a chance to build a lot of chemistry, right? Dmitry Orlov and and uh, Bunting and, and and all these guys, Lemieux that that came in and and are trying to integrate into the team. Uh, you know, all of that matters. 
So tonight they're at home against Buffalo, but they've been on the road building chemistry for a while. Um, Freddie Anderson is out. This was the story of of yesterday, right? Freddie Anderson with a, a blood clotting issue, according to the team. He's going to be out for kind of the, the foreseeable future, right? It's an indefinite thing. You got to make sure that gets taken care of, and you don't want to put him at further risk. All makes a lot of sense to me. I'm wondering if the one-game bump applies to goalies. I played football. I studied football. I watched all the film. So I've had this this theory about one-game bump for a while in football. What that means is uh, when a quarterback or a coach lose their job, get hurt, whatever it is, and the backup is a like a like a team favorite, right? If the the starter gets hurt, starting quarterback gets hurt, the backup comes in and he's a good dude that everybody likes, or if the head coach gets fired and you you put the interim tag on a well-liked or even beloved assistant, thus what you saw with the Raiders, right? Antonio Pierce taking over. There's this one-game bump where everybody brings extra juice to rally around that person, and it, it very much is is like artificial energy. Like, hey, you know, he's making his first start. Let's get out there and let's cruise. Goalie, like Freddie Anderson was that dude. Ronta is is a, I mean, he's a bit, a part of that locker room that everybody tremendously enjoys, at least from mm-hmm. from the outside. Right in the locker room too. Uh, that's what I mean. It's kind of yeah. that beloved guy. Now he's been, it's a little different because he gets on the field, like, you know, unlike a backup quarterback. He gets on the ice. He does play a decent amount. He had a shutout against San Jose, like, you know, seven days ago or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Goaltenders in, in, in hockey, the way things are nowadays, even if you're the quote-unquote number two guy, you're going to play 35. Exactly. So, but there's also that, like, he's stepping up into the number one role. And I wonder if the team doesn't get a one-game bump to be like, hey, let's make sure our guy, you know, steps up and establishes, like, you know, defense plays a little better. If he gives up a goal, if he gives up a weak one, let's make sure we get two back on the other end for him. Like, it's it's a little bit of extra juice for a home game with with Ronta stepping up into that that role. Maybe. I'm 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 – I'm entertaining it. I'm not not saying it exists. Yeah. I, I want to wait till we I get further information. There's plenty of stretches over the last couple of years where Ronta has been the number one guy because Freddie has been out because mm-hmm. of injuries or whatever sure. reason. Look at the first round of the playoffs last year against the New York Islanders. Freddie didn't play. Mm-hmm. Ronta was the number one goaltender during saying. that it's, series. So I mean the, but, the team's used to it. But it's it's nothing changes for the guys in front. True, but like again, it, it happens with, with quarterbacks where mm-hmm. Like you could be Ryan Fitzpatrick, where you know you've you've come in twelve times for starting quarterbacks. It's actually as a starter, I wouldn't want Ryan Fitzpatrick to back me up, not because he's a bad dude, just because there's some kind of juju out in the world that the starter always gets hurt when Ryan Fitzpatrick is your backup. But still, when it happens and he gets that opportunity, everybody kind of you know gives him that extra gusto. And I'm not saying Ranta is is Fitzpatrick. I don't even know who would be insulted in that situation, uh, that, that comparison. But uh, but it's it's. I don't know. It's just something I'm monitoring. I just want to float that out there. I want to know that I've got my antennas up. Um, also, just want to let everybody know, uh, Owen Power plays for Buffalo. Cool, One of the coolest names in sports. Owen Power is a great name. It's an observation I had prepping for this. Uh, he and Rasmus Dahlin just think long-term extensions, and they have uh, Devin Levi in, in, the, in, in between. So they're a future team. I, I like the future of, of Buffalo, but uh, I still think the Canes are – the now team in this comparison. It's Buffalo team that can score a lot. And they like to. Yeah, they, but they like, also they like give up it. a lot of goals. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean when I say they like to. They they 
They're uh, uh, up and down. Um, what do you think of the Canes shaking up the lines? For, I, for those of you that, that don't pay attention, obviously a lot of this comes from Walt Ruff, team reporter. Um, Nason skating with Ajo and Jarvis, top line. Uh, Svech back with Kokkinniemi and, and Turbo Teravainen uh, in the second line. Bunting, Drury, and Natchez in that, that next line. And then the, the kind of stalwart line. <laughs> get, get what I did there? Martinook, Stahl, and Faust are, are, you know, they're linked at the hip. Um, but it's just a shakeup, right? And, and you know, Dennis, I, I we, we've had this conversation off air, so I know kind of some mm-hmm. of the thoughts. Is it, I, I can't help but think it's a little too soon for this shakeup. Like, I know that, that Rod is going to do it throughout the, the season, but Svetch just got back. Aho just got back. I think I want Svetch, Aho, and Jarvis to get used to playing with each other solidly before you start going like, well, let's make sure you're comfortable playing with, you know, Tara Vinen and, and, and Kokeniemi. Like it's, it's, I think if everyone had been playing throughout this run, throughout the first 12 games, and there wasn't so much in and out due to injury, then I think it's time to start shaking it up. I just like, it's essentially game three where like all your forwards are available uh, and, and, maybe two and a half where all your forwards are available. And I, I just, I'm a little, little uh, skeptical of the, the early nature of like, Hey, let's shake it up just to make sure everybody's staying fresh. Well, this is the the byproduct of again, having seven guys that can skate <laughs> in your top six forward. So generally a lot of teams, they have quote two top scoring yeah. lines, hence your top six forwards. Those guys are going to get a majority of the ice time. Canes don't look at it that way. I mean, bunting during jury in nature. So that's not a, non-scoring line. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's the thing is that he is he's balancing scoring throughout the entire lineup. So you can't just match up against one line. But you're also blending skill, playmaking, scoring with physicality on every single line as well. And we know that Jordan Stahl, Martin Hook and Foss can can forecheck and, and play defensively against the other team's top mm-hmm. line, which is what their what their role is. So I think it's what he's doing. He's balancing things throughout the entire lineup because with Aho and Jarvis, they know those guys are super skilled and can hold on to the puck. Yep. But Nason's that net front guy that can be physical and also crash the net. Svechnikov, Kokaniemi, both can be guys in front of the net, Kokaniemi especially. And yep. you got the skill guy with Tara Vinen. And obviously, Svechnikov's certainly not unskilled himself. Same thing with Drury <laughs> Nature's Bunting. Like, but Mike Bunting's a dude that's going to get to the front of the net harass opposing goalies and yet nature has mm-hmm. room to skate free so you're balancing your out your lineup so no matter what system so no matter no matter what your combinations are the canes still play the same yes. and i think he's just making sure that everyone kind of again plays with each other find what works and if a, if a line's running hot he's going to stick with it but all these guys have played together before so that's the the good thing about them is that they all can play with each other and i and i'm nitpicking here but oh, yeah, it's I, a little I, thing. I, I just think you know three more games you know, do do this after the when you come back home next time. Yeah, for the the five game homer that you have, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm just just nitpicking here. But you, you know, you can, I'm greedy. What do I, I'm greedy? Yeah. I want it to be exactly how I would think. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.